Desert Diaries. Week 12. Hello, Arizona calling. So, it seems like you have had a bit of a flavour of Arizona weather over the last few days. But about 10 degrees cooler. Lightweights. <laughs> I am joking. I know it's been really, really hot for you. And even though it is boiling here in the valley, as the Phoenix area is known, it's generally a really dry heat. So you don't get that horrible, icky, sticky feeling you get when it's hot in England. In fact, because it's such a dry heat, when you do sweat, your sweat actually evaporates off your body straight away and actually cools you right down. Even madder, get this, when you get out of a swimming pool, even if it's 45 degrees, you actually feel a little bit chilly for a couple of minutes as the water evaporates off your skin. It is a really, really great way to cool down. It's a really strange thing when you first experience it, though. So this week, we also did see the very first signs of monsoon season. It was about eight o'clock at night. The sun had just about gone down. Suddenly, from nowhere, it was really windy. I only realised when I saw a duvet I'd put out to dry in the garden. Yes, I'm still pegging out, loving it. I saw that duvet fly across the garden into the swimming pool. Oh, so I ran out and I tried to grab absolutely anything that I could from flying off as the wind picked up even more. The sky was really dark over the mountains. And then the weirdest thing happened. And over about 30 minutes, the temperature dropped about 15 degrees. You could feel it cooling down. It was really strange. Then the lightning started and wow, what a show. It looked like it was just bouncing off the mountain for absolutely hours and hours and hours. And I've been told this is just the beginning. Monsoon season starts proper in a couple of weeks time. So I'll let you know what treats are in store then. I'm especially looking forward to the haboob. Mm, I'm not going to tell you what that is yet, but apparently it's great. So this week, we did manage to escape any attempts on our life from many terrifying beasties. And actually, we spent a really long time in the garden one afternoon watching a pair of woodpeckers on a palm tree, only about five feet from us. And also a bunch of really beautiful hummingbirds hovering around some flowers. They really are just so teeny tiny and so beautiful. It was really magic. I suppose because it's still the height of summer. It really does feel like we're on holiday. I mean, this weather is like nothing I've ever experienced in England, which has been my home pretty much permanently for the last 40 odd years. So, yeah, it feels it feels like a holiday. I mean, Dave's, yes, going off to work every day. I've got work to do. And the kids have actually gone off to a summer camp for a couple of weeks. Now, it's not one of those summer camps <laughs> that I'm guessing you imagine when I say American summer camp, because I think we all grew up, didn't we, watching TV and watching those series where kids kind of leave the big city and go out to the forest and swim in a lake and make s'mores around a campfire. Or oh, more on s'mores later. They're pretty amazing. But turns out they're really expensive, those camps. I mean, hundreds and hundreds of dollars a week. Goodness knows how families afford to send their kids off for six weeks or so. And I suppose it's a bit like the equivalent of us watching Friends and thinking that Monica's apartment was normal for someone who worked in a restaurant to live in. Turns out those apartments are about $8,000 a month on Manhattan. And summer camps are really expensive as well. So their girls actually go to something called Boys and Girls Club. It took me a while to realise that they existed. 
Thank goodness I bumped into a mother in a trampoline centre who told me about them because they are about the same price as sort of summer holiday care in England. And one of the few things I found that is about the same price in England, because everything else is horrendous, but they're really great. They're in sort of big youth centres, loads of different kids from different backgrounds there. And the girls are having a whale of a time. We also made a bit of a startling discovery this week as we'd heard rumours that the local police disguise speed cameras in fake Suaro cacti. And we thought, no, they don't. What a load of rubbish. Of course they don't do that. But out with the dog, we were walking along the street, lined as they all are with loads and loads of different type of cacti. And then we saw it about 15 feet tall, plastic, but an absolutely brilliant replica with little circular cutouts where we could see the cameras inside. It's totally true. Both brilliant and a little bit creepy. As ever, I've put some pictures on Instagram for you, at Sam Walker Radio. Whenever I take the dog out in the morning, I do try and take a few snaps and add them to a story called Desert Living. So feel free to go and have a peek. It still does blow my mind when I'm walking along the pavement, or the sidewalk, of course, as I need to call it now, and I think, oh, what's that? And it's actually the skin of a snake that's been shed by a rattler, literally metres from my front door. Ah! Well, I'm off for a couple of days now, as this weekend... We're going on holiday. I know, I know I said earlier it feels like we're on holiday, but we're kind of going on holiday to Los Angeles. It blows my mind to say that to go to LA, to go on holiday to Los Angeles, we get in our car and drive up the road now. (laughs) By up the road, I mean across the desert. It's only about five or six hours, which is like popping to the corner shop round here. So I'll see you by the ocean.